French bubble mindset. Changing your thoughts, changing your life. Hello, you beautiful people. This is Angela Thomas. Improve your mind, balance your emotional wealth. I am a mindset relationship and business coach who's been there, seen that, grown to be an even better, fantastic version of me. And I want that for you. My goal is to help millions of people every day, just like you. So please like, share, subscribe, click the bell icon to never miss a beat. And I thank you for watching my videos, signing up for coaching, spreading the word about me. My wealth of knowledge is free via these videos. If you need personalized service, then coaching and development is available. Uh, let's begin. This subject today is a little bit uh, heavier. Well, I guess some of them are heavy anyway, and some of them are just fun. So today we're going to talk about paradox. The world is filled with paradoxes, not just in math and science. If you know anything about math and science, there's actually particular equations and experiments that they've done that to demonstrate paradoxes. It's a counterintuitive result. That's what a paradox is. I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, if you want kindness, show kindness. But yet, there's also an eye for an eye. Those are paradoxes. How can you give kindness and love, and then yet if somebody is unkind and uncaring to you, you can go for an eye for an eye. Those are paradoxes within society, within our own mindsets. So, there are a couple of paradoxes I pulled up. Uh, that are scientific and math in, in origin. Uh, there's called Scorpion's Paradox. It's kind of pretty interesting in the grand scheme of things. So it has to do with low birth rates. So here's a paradox in this. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Simpson's Paradox. Women who smoke have lower birth rates, babies, and higher mortality rate. Yet, and here's a paradox, their low-weight babies have a lower mortality rate than other women who have a low-birth-weight child, and therein lies the paradox. No, it's not the best subject, but it was the easiest paradox to explain because the other ones required either extreme math are um, very complex science projects. So, um, there's also something called the false positive paradox. A test that is accurate most of the time could show a disease that is not there because it gives you false positive paradox. Uh, think of somebody who said that they have cancer and they go back and then all of a sudden they don't. Uh, how come the first test was positive? Most of the time that test is accurate. This particular time it was accurate, but yet wrong. 
So those are the different kind of paradoxes we have within science and math. But let's talk really about human paradoxes, the interrelationships of others. And this has been a forever conversation. It's been going on for thousands of years. The Egyptians, and I do have a feather, but it's not easy to get to right now. The Egyptians, uh, if you were, when you passed on, they said that the God that undersaw the other world, underworld would take your heart and raise it in one hand and weigh it in one hand scale. And on the other, he would take a feather. And as long as your heart was lighter than the feather because of the kindness, the generosity, the good deeds that you had done in life, then you would continue on. If your heart was not, then you would go into the underworld. So this is not a new new concept of be kind to others and that therefore, uh, in the long term, it will be better. Unfortunately, sometimes we run across some people that aren't all that great. And so have and I'm going to say this wrong, Haramabis, something like that, uh, code uh, was one of the first legal codes that's known. And it had one that's an eye for an eye, which means that if I hurt you on and had you lose an eye, therefore you should have me lose an eye to recompensate you for how things work. As society has advanced, that has changed significantly. Um, going forward a bit, Hippocrates had first do no harm for physicians, but sometimes it is not the solution if it is harming oneself. So back to these paradoxes. So we are raised by well-meaning people, uh, our mother, our father, our siblings, aunts, uncles, Maybe the school, if we grew up in a, wherever we grew up, we're mostly taught, oh, do no harm for others. Treat them the way you want them to be, how you want to be treated. Be kind, be gentle, be loving. Yes, you should 100%. Volunteer, give to others, be a loving individual. But if you can't do it to yourself first, so this is what I want you to do. If you are unable to love yourself, if you are unable to be kind to yourself, if you are unable to give compassion and forgiveness to yourself, then you are harming yourself. It doesn't matter if you go out and do a hundred good deeds, if it's harming you internally because you're not taking that emotional response for yourself, then all you're doing is harming yourself. So first do no harm to yourself and then you're able to do no harms to others. So when we're talking about paradoxes, what can happen is that we're told different things and it's up for us to retrain our mind to think the way we want to. It doesn't matter what the paradox says. All that truly matters is what you believe up here, what you feel here, and what your inner soul is connected. And you got this because the thing is, is that you are your operant power. 
And as such, you make the decision of what's right for you. You don't need to worry about your parents. You don't need to worry about your siblings, your aunties, your uncles, you know, your teacher from when you were in third grade, um, you know, your pastor, if you're a religious person, any of that. If it doesn't resonate as a truth for you, then it's going to harm you first. And we don't do that to ourselves. We look after ourselves first. And we're not talking about just nails. Although I did get my nails done. I did it myself. Anyway, it was fun. We're not just talking about the self-care aspect. I'm talking about the self-love aspect. And as self-love, the biggest way to get there is self-concept. You must work on your self-concept. And that's an everyday thing. Every day, get up in the morning and say wonderful things about yourself. I am wonderful. I am kind. I am generous. I am loved. Every day, all day long, you've got a moment. Say nice things to yourself about yourself because you are beautiful. You are wonderful. And I believe in you. And I know you can do this. Today, what I'm going to leave you with is something that I may have said before. We can set our day at any time. We can reset it. We can decide right now that whatever the day was 30 seconds ago, today, right this second, it's my new world. It's my new reality. And I own it. I totally own it. I choose to be me. I choose to be the me that I want to be, that feels the way I want to be, that thinks the way I want to think, and that experiences life the way I want to because it's my world and I own it. So thank you very much for listening to me today. You own your world. You own it. I believe in you. I know you can do it. I am. I will. I can. I hope you have a fabulous day. Any questions, uh, if you have something you'd like me to speak about, please do. Have a great day. Orange Bubble Changing your thoughts, changing your life.